0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1498. We have every part your Cadillac will need. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! I'm a revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in from Las Vegas, Nevada, Ed Chilakian. Ed Chilakian owns all Cadillacs, where over 40 years he has been at the forefront of collecting and restoring Cadillacs from the 40s and 50s. At one time, Ed had one of the largest collections in the world of Cadillacs from that era. He's one of those people who's a really nice guy, extremely kind and generous with his time and resources, always there to help those in need. Today, his business, located, as I said, in Las Vegas, Nevada, has been providing Cadillac parts for over 15 years. His company attracts car people from all over the world, some just to see the incredible size of his inventory of new and used Cadillac parts. It has also been recognized by President Reagan and California governors for his work in hospitals and the Los Angeles Police Department. He had a hand in creating the SEMA show. That's an event I've been to for 31 years in a row and came up with many new innovative marketing ideas in the automotive industry. We'll be back to talk to Ed in just a minute, but first, a word from our sponsors that makes Cars, yeah, possible. We'll be right back. Hey, Cars, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks. And their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark, a Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, Ed, welcome to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? You bet I am. All right. Tell our listeners before I jump into some of the questions, maybe just a little bit about yourself and this incredible business you've built around old Cadillacs.
1: Well, it started a long time ago. I'm an old man at this point. But <laughs> Forty years ago, um, I needed some car, some parts for a car that I had purchased. And uh, looking around, and I would buy a few extra parts, and I'd go to different places. And somebody mentioned a comment, made a comment about swap meets. I said, what's a swap meet? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how far away <laughs> it was. So I learned what a swap meet is. I went to my first one, and I saw so many parts. I said, well, maybe someday I'll need parts for that 47 Cadillac that I had, 1947, 61 four-door sedan. The fellow had driven it from Omaha, Nebraska to California and was going to leave the country. And he wanted a lot of money for it. And finally, he was leaving the next day. He said, Ed, buy it for 450 bucks, which I did, of course. (laughs) And then somebody wrecked the side of the car and I went out looking for parts. And that's what started this whole thing.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, It's a fascinating story. Uh, Yeah, 450 bucks for a car like that. That was a while ago. That's for sure. You know, I had a lot of fun last night before I got ready for this show on your website. I mean, the parts you have, you just keep going down these rabbit holes and there's just more and more and more. It's absolutely fascinating. Uh, I really am happy to have you on the show here today. Before I ask you one of my first questions here, though, is there one little thing you might share with our listeners that most people maybe don't know about it? Well, you know, I hate to say it on on this station and... It, once it's on here,
1: it'll be on here forever. But I don't read. I have never read a book in my entire life. And people have said, "Ed, you flew an airplane. You had to have read to get through the manuals and everything." And I said, "No. As a matter of fact, I would read for ten minutes and I'm done. So that's been my that way my whole whole life. And now I'm 84 years old and it hasn't changed."
0: Oh my gosh! Well, that's incredible. Well, let me ask you: you just not enjoy reading, or you find it challenging, or I, I I try reading, and I
1: I'll get to the first paragraph. At church, they said, "Ed, would you read from the Bible?" And I said, "Well, if if it's a short excerpt, well, when they gave me a whole page to read, and I got a few minutes down on the line, and I was gone. So I I just don't do it at all."
0: Yeah! Wow! Amazing! Well, the fact that you flew, holy cow! You must have an incredible brain in your head uh, to be able to retain information, uh, because uh, that's fascinating. Well, let's uh, start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you in your life, Ed. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning, those Cadillac wheels spinning here on cars. Yeah, so grab the wheel.
1: I have so many that it just, it's (laughs) it's too overwhelming to even try to come up with one.
0: Yeah, something that maybe has meaning for you or something somebody shared with you could be a quote from somebody or uh, just a thought that kind of comes through your mind well we do we
1: do say we have every part your cadillac will need uh, well, of 40s go. and 50s so that's that's one of the many many slogans but uh we do have every part that a person will need for a 40s and 50s cadillac and that was a long time ago of course when yeah. i started it was not that far so at the time i bought all these different cars and i stored them and took them apart and, and through the years have sold well when you're in business for 40 years that's a long time
0: <laughs> have you ever been able to count up all the parts you've ever sold? You have any kind of number what that might be?
1: No, but I, one person wanted to know how much I would take for my business and I told him I would sell everything here. Some items are worth $1200, some items are worth $500, some are worth a dollar. I said I'd sell every part in this building for a dollar a piece and it would come to about 3 million.
0: Wow, it's almost overwhelming when when you put it that way, I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, that's absolutely incredible. Well, let me ask you this. You wouldn't have done this for as long as you have without having passion and enjoying what you're doing. What has you excited and fired up in your business today? After 40 years, at all Cadillacs of the 40s and 50s. What gets you out of bed every morning? You know something? I think the
1: good Lord does. Nice. I I, I just, uh, I'm I'm so blessed. I have been blessed my whole life. I guess that's just the way you live and you live with this good goodness in your heart and you it comes back so many times, not because you want to do something, but you just keep on going, you help people, you do things, and it comes the blessings come back over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, you know, something really nice about what you've just said here, Ed. What you do is you provide solutions for people's challenges and I've been a car guy my whole life, and when you're trying to restore a car or find parts for cars that are rare or unique, there's nothing better than finally finding that part you've been searching for. It's like a puzzle or a treasure hunt, and to be able to call Ed and find that obscure little part for that old Cadillac, I mean, you must bring smiles to people's faces every single day.
1: Well, when somebody calls here and t- tries to describe what they're looking for, and I said, I do. uh, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I do have it. They said, no, wait a minute. Are you sure? I've been looking for that part for five years and nobody has got it. Are you sure you have it? And I said, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And yes, I do have it. How we try to impress on people that we do have so many rare parts here at all Cadillacs of the 40s. It was just that we've done this for so many years. It accumulated. And I remember moving the business from California to Las Vegas. I drove those U-Haul twenty-six foot trucks full of parts, and then we used pods to make the move. I never realized we had so much, and yet since we came here with the attitude of selling this all down, we've got double the amount that we had <laughs> when we moved here.
0: You know, that's the problem when you have too much space; you just fill it up. But uh, I can see that. What's the favorite thing about your business for you? If you could pick one thing. That really brings a smile to your face every day. What would it be?
1: The people, the customers. You yeah. know, I, I have, I had When I had my 80th birthday here not too long ago, five years ago, <laughs> a <laughs> person said, "Well, what surprised him was the fact that I had so many people that I've known for 40 and 50 years that were here at my home and at the business. That really is the way it works." It just You have friends and it just multiplies and they stay your friend and it's just great.
0: Well, that's a great thing that I've learned after five and a half years of doing this podcast is the automotive industry is filled with really wonderful, passionate people. And almost everybody is willing to stop what they're doing and help a fellow passionate enthusiast when it comes to cars. And I know that about you having uh, been introduced to you and learning more about your past. who you are and the kind of person you are. But you're right, Ed. It is the people. The cars are just kind of the catalyst that brings us together. But it's the people in this industry and the friendships that we make over time. No doubt you have countless, countless numbers of great friends with what you've done. I want to ask you a question about a big challenge or even a big failure that you face in your life along the way. And I don't drum up this uh, bad memory because of just the fact that it was a challenge or a failure. It's really more about how you perceived it as a learning lesson and how you took that lesson forward in a really positive way in hopes that maybe someone else out there who's going through something could learn from your wisdom. Because, you know, a guy like you, 85 years young, you probably learned a thing or two over the years.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) you know, if I could have retained some of those things that I learned, (laughs) I would probably be a lot better off. It's really funny how when you were asking this question, the one thing that comes to my my mind, and I I mentioned earlier that I had learned how to fly without reading. I had a single-engine airplane for years, and I traveled the whole United States. I used to work in the high-performance industry. In fact, I was the first booth in the first high-performance show, which was put on by Noel Carpenter. And Mm -hmm. then Peterson took it over, and it became the SEMA show. Yes. And I was in that first grade, first deal also. And there's a book out there called Hot Rod Pioneers. I'm page 322. Wow. wow. That was a long time ago too. So, you know, you think about all these things and how they, they change your life and you uh, get so involved in doing the things. You meet so many people. But getting back to the first SEMA show, it was kind of a thrill. I said, don't move to vegas don't leave disneyland or disney world where disneyland hotel where they first started the show and then it went on to the dodger stadium and so on but that was a long time ago it was a thrill to
0: to to be known back in those days and uh to still be around you know this is pretty incredible because i've attended the sema show for 30 plus years in a row and of course when I started going, it had already moved to Las Vegas, and it was big then. But it's it's become monstrous. I mean, overwhelming almost. But one thing I learned about you, Ed, you were one of the first guys to come up with the idea of putting uh, brands on shirts and selling them. Is that right? Well, that was my first business,
1: and um, I started out, and I would go to these different. Well, actually, I was selling items for Cal Custom, and you had asked a question. One time about who maintain a a part in your heart and your head. Alex Krauss, the person who was president of Cal Custom, which is long gone, was an accessory company, and I used to sell car polish. I used to travel the country with Ed Roth, the crazy painter. He and I, (laughs) oh my gosh, yeah, Big Daddy, and he would sell Big Daddy Roth. He he would sell. His t-shirts right next to my booth that I sold car polish, and that's wow. how we really got started. And it was interesting. We go to we go to Tucson and we go to Phoenix on alternating weekends, and it was it was a lot of fun. But this person came up to me one day and he said, "Hey kid, you're wasting your time selling car polish." And those are the exact words that he used, Alex Krauss, of Cal Custom. And he said, why don't you come down and see me? And he gave me his card. This was at a car show. And I put the card in my pocket, and that was the end of that. I was going to go down there, but I never thought much more. The next car show, there's Alex. Hey, kid, I thought you were coming to see me, kid. That's what he called (laughs) me, and I was. And I said, you know, I was going to, and I just ran out of time. I said, I'll be there tomorrow. So the next day, I was there on southwestern... Boulevard in Los Angeles, and Phil was on one side of me, and Alex was on the other side and They started talking about me selling high performance chrome accessories and uh that's how I started I had a sixty one Chevy Corvan that uh was selling the car polish, but on one side was car polish and the other side was chrome accessories, and that was where I got my start.
0: Oh my gosh, you know i'm I'm talking to a legend here i I knew a bit about your history, but when you think back to you had the first booth at the first performance show that evolved into the SEMA show, and where it has come today. Now, I'd assume living in Las Vegas, do you still attend the SEMA show?
1: Well, I go there, and uh, I look around. <laughs> There's yeah. only a few people that are any that are my age or, or uh, older. Uh, mostly yeah. young people that are, are uh, newcomers to the to the industry. And of course, it's so huge. I mean, it'll wear anybody out uh, unless you're really in the top shape. And I do pretty well, but I do go every year. And uh, I, I ran uh, CP Auto Products for a few years, and they're 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 still showing. And the reason they have such a great spot is because we used my position in the SEMA show, and the one that they had when I went to work for them and it put them in number one
0: position. So they're, they always come up with a great spot for their book. That's fantastic. Wow, what memories. I, I absolutely incredible. Fascinating story. Let's take a little short break. Thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Ed for more great stories. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code Yeah and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me, here at Cars Yeah! I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green, here at Cars Yeah! And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah! website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah! you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? All right, we're back, Ed, and I would love for you to share a story with us that instigated this personal passion that you have for cars, old Cadillacs. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew, you know what, I'm going to be a car guy for life? Well,
1: yeah, I I, I I, think so right at the start. When I was, uh, gosh, 18, 19 years old, I had my first car was a 38 Chevy Coupe, and it had a, a high-torque uh, Chevrolet engine. It was a great car. Then I got into a 1949 Chevrolet Coupe. It didn't even have a back seat, just the one seat in the front. And I took the grill out, and I had cut some pieces of it that I was doing myself, and I took motorcycle lights and put them on the back. My little customizing deal was done on my own without even thinking about if they were even in a market or if there would ever be a market for anything. I just did it because I was enjoying making changes to this car. And a friend of mine, who owned a paint, it was a paint contractor, and uh, after church he would allow me to use his spray equipment. And every Monday, my cars would be a different color. <laughs> I, I learned how <laughs> to paint wild. spray cars, and one time I would have one. In fact, one person, friend of mine, an elderly lady, said, "That's eggplant. That's eggplant." It was a eggplant color. Uh And the next day I had, it was a chartreuse. And I mean, from there, every week I had a different color. So that kind of, you know, you were forced into it. It's not something you were saying, well, we're going to get into an industry that's going to be huge and I'm going to be a part of it. Uh, You don't even think of it that way. It's just You just do your thing and try to make yourself happy and contented. And that's what I
0: did. That's wild. Well, you've had many, many cars over your life. What was the first really special vehicle that you owned and and had some fun with?
1: Well, there were three cars. Okay. And I think this would be a, a good story for you because uh, one was a 1941 Cadillac convertible. The next thing was a 1942 Cadillac four-door convertible, and the third was a 1942 convertible because they only, during the Second World War, they only made about 250 of them, or 230. So the first one, I was at a, a car show in Orange County, California, and a car went by, and we had a, a booth with our stand and our selling our car polish and selling. This was even before the car parts themselves. The car went by, and I grabbed my son by the arm, and I said, go down and find out how much they want for that car. And he came back and he said, they want $12,000 for it. I said, well, I'll go down and talk to him. And I said, I don't have the money. I said, but can I give you a deposit and just pay it off? And the guy said, "Uh, yeah, I'll do that. So I gave him a deposit. He kept the car. The next week, I get a call from somebody who sees in the LA Times my story about the Cadillac thing years and years and years ago. He calls on the phone. He says, "Uh, I understand you're into 40s Cadillacs. I have one I want to sell. And I said, what is it? He says, 1941 four-door convertible. I said, you're kidding. I said, well, I'm sorry. I just bought a 41. I'm paying on it. And I, so I certainly don't have enough money for this. So he said, well, I see that you're in the t-shirt business. And I said, yes. As a matter of fact, I am in the high-performance industry. And we make t-shirts and baseball caps. He said, my business uses t-shirts. Why don't I trade you the car for the t-shirts? And, of course, you still have to buy the shirts in the meantime. So that was car number two. Now, this, mind you, is in two weeks. The next day, I'm on a plane going to Hershey, Pennsylvania. I went there every year. You bet. And on the last day of the last meet that day at Hershey, I'm walking down the aisle, and here's a 1942 Cadillac convertible. I looked at this car, and I said, you've got to be kidding this is, this is, I cannot believe this. And people said, don't get it too excited. There were two people here that almost got into fisticuffs. They both want the car and they're going to go ahead and come back with the money. Whoever does gets it. And so I said, well, at least I can say I saw a 42 CAD convertible. Three weeks after Hershey, there was a dictionary, not a dictionary, but a catalog. And it said, Charlotte Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N. It was in the first page because her name started with an A, says 1942 Cadillac. So I said, let me call Richville, New York, and see if I can't find this person. So I called, and they didn't have a listing, but I said, how big can Richville, New York be? So I put a little note to Charlotte, Austin, Richville, New York, no address, and I mailed it. A woman called me, says, I'm the one who is, I'm Charlotte, Austin, and I have that 42 Cadillac. I said, well, I would just like to know who bought it from you so that I can pursue it in the future. And she yeah. said, well, nobody came back for the money and it's available. Oh, my I gosh. Said, oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> exactly right. Oh, my gosh. So here I had just gotten the 41 convertible coupe, forty-two four-door, uh, 41 four-door convertible in two weeks and then come <laughs> up with a 42. And I told her, I said, well, now I'm thinking about something now, buddy. Now what are you going to do that you back yourself into a corner? You're paying money. You don't have any money. So you're going to go ahead and tell her what? She says, you're going to come. This was in November, of course, Hershey, in November. Then December comes. And she says, well, you know, we have that god-awful, terrible weather here in upstate New York. Why don't you plan on coming and getting the car in the spring?
0: In the spring. gave you a little
1: time. (laughs) (laughs) So with those three cars getting them in a two week period after telling my son, we'll never have any of those yeah. in this collection because they're all so expensive, but that's part of these things that come about. I'm sorry you to you go on. You get me excited, even talking about it.
0: You know, that's what it's all about here at Cars. Yeah. When it rains, it pours. And sometimes when you focus on something, that's when it comes to light. So, uh, there you go. Always be prepared. The old Boy Scout motto <laughs> comes true here, but, uh, Wow, what a cu- wonderful story! And of course, that era—the forty-one, forty-two Cadillacs—they have that marvelous grill, that front end, and those kind of fender bulges on them. I, I know the car you're talking about. It, they're just, they're just spectacular cars. So, ah, bravo! Very, very nice. Well, I want to get in your head a little bit here. What I want to ask you is, if you woke up tomorrow and you were a car—not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself manifested. As a car, what would Ed be and why? Oh, that's tough. It's an interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, And I,
1: I looked at your question and I thought to myself, I, I don't know how to even approach that answer. Uh, it, it's Well, it's let tough. me help I... you
0: get there. Let me help you get there, okay? Because the way this is designed is, you know, it'd be easy to say what you want to be. Oh, sexy Ferrari or the best Cadillac ever. But I want you to think about the kind of person you are, a helpful person, somebody that always is there. Always reliable. So maybe we could start with, of course, you've got to be a Cadillac. I I don't think there's any option here, but I'll, I'm kind of, you know, if I guide you down the wrong path, you stop me. So let's say you're a Cadillac, but when you think about Cadillacs from the 40s and 50s, what's a Cadillac from that era that is heartwarming, that you could pile a bunch of people into and take them anywhere they want to go, enjoyable, maybe has some special bits and pieces on it, a unique Car, because you're a unique, in, a unique individual. What would come to mind?
1: Well, I had a lot of forty-two Cadillacs, and a forty-two Cadillac limousine that I had was a seventy-five thirty-three. That was the same as Howard Hughes had car number two, and this oh. one happened to be car number one. Oh, and, wow! Uh, and I, I used to enjoy that. I used to do. I had a little business on the side. I called it Nostalgia Limousine Service, okay. and uh, we would take those. Old Cadillac limousines and use them for a business, and it was great. We used to have a lot of fun. So I'd say, I'd say a Cadillac limousine because it was always
0: useful. And we always found a purpose for it. Ah, I love it. Well, there you go. We got there. That's fantastic. And something that uh takes people to very special places and enjoyable times. So I think that's what what you are at. Definitely a forty two well, limousine, a seventy five thirty three. We are you entering you what I yeah, well, we're entering what I call the last lap. We're gonna fire off a series of questions for you and ask you to give us some quick blips of that Cadillac throttle. So here we go. What's maybe a personal habit of yours that you believe has helped contribute to your successes over your lifetime? Be true to
1: yourself and be true and honest. It's like our business with parts. Uh, We don't just guarantee our things. We give 100% obsolescence If a person buys a part and they're not completely excited about what we send them. They can send it back, and we'll even pay the postage back, not because we have a lot of money because we don't have, but we are very sincere about wanting people to know what they're getting and 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 it just works that way it
0: really yeah, can be happening well, that's why you're still in business after all these years that's work. Just be honest to people now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased, who would it be when you're spanning forty years. Um yeah. tough maybe somebody from the Cadillac Mark that you always thought you wish you could have met and talked to him maybe a designer of a specific car of course the one person that comes to my mind all the time was was Ronald Reagan because I was president
1: of the Olive View UCLA Medical Center Foundation and his ah. mother his mother was uh, uh, Nellie Reagan who was a volunteer at, at Olive View Medical Center in, in Selmar California he was sheer delight. He came there, and my it was my thrill and pleasure to introduce him and to give him a picture of his mother. This was just maybe two months before he came down with the Alzheimer's. When you think of that man and, and what a tremendous person he was in his whole being, I admired him, and, and it was just a beyond belief situation.
0: Yeah, that would be something special, to sit down and have a meal or a drink with Ronald Reagan. Indeed, very nicely done. How about the best automotive advice you've ever received from someone else?
1: When Alex Krause from Cal Customs said, kid, you're coming down. You were supposed to come down <laughs> and see me and you didn't do it. And
0: and <laughs> I did
1: when I went back. And then I remember when I was in the car, if I can just tell the story real quick, selling car polish. It was custom wax made by Car Seal Corporation. And I, I, I invited, invested $38.88 in starvation. I'd already started a family. I took that car polish, would pay for it, go out to all the car dealers and the gas stations and sell these cases and cases of car car seal products. It just kept growing and that's how I got started in business. Then I took on the whole United States. Uh, one trip was over 5,000 miles. Wow. Um, by and I had my car was a 57 Pontiac Safari. Uh, What a great car that one was. But anyway, these are things that you do, and I really enjoyed that kind of stuff. And see, I lost my train of thought. You better
0: help me No, it was a great story. You know, the fact that somebody came up and saw a sparkle in your eye, and somebody that was hardworking and gave you that opportunity or offered that opportunity that you grasped and took on, there you go. Uh, Yeah, come and see me, kid.
1: (laughs) Exactly right. And by the way, I want to go back just to one quick thing. Yeah. You made the comment about the Boy Scouts. I have it yes. written down here. If God be my witness on this piece of paper where it says inspirational quotes, yes. it is the Boy Scouts be prepared. Oh, there you go. You, it's written. That's <laughs> what I wrote down earlier today. And so when you said it earlier, I was going to interrupt you and I thought I better wait and tell you. I-
0: Pick my time here. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a great one. Be prepared is, is one of those classics. It's been around forever. Sadly, I saw where the Boy Scouts were actually filing for bankruptcy, which is just a sad, sad oh. thing. I mean, it's been a wonderful tradition for so many years. So uh, sad to see that happen. But it be is, prepared. It is terrible. You bet. Yeah, be prepared. It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Now, how about a resource that is something you'd like to share with our listeners that you think is great? I'm going to offer one up here. It would be your business, Ed, all Cadillacs of the 40s and 50s. There's an awesome resource. If you're into old cars, is there any others you'd like to share? Do you know something? I swear to you, I was going to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I, I was going
1: to say, I, I look in there and I think to myself, you've got to be kidding. When you're talking about something from 1940, yeah, that's a long time ago.
0: Oh, I know. You have a part
1: that, you know, some people get the wrong impression. They say, oh, man, that's too expensive. You know, you can go to a swap meet. They don't have it at swap meets anymore. And so when when these parts do come available and they are for sale, they are expensive. And uh, it's a thrill of a business. And I enjoy every minute of it. And I still work every day.
0: Well, that's what keeps you young. That's for sure. It's supply and demand. I'll make sure I tell our listeners that you can find his website at allcads.com and be prepared because when you go there and you start diving into what they have for sale, uh, you and your lovely wife, Margaret, it's absolutely mind boggling. So I'll make sure to put a link to your business on the show notes page. I will create for Ed on the Car Show website. Now, Ed, uh, you know, I do always ask my guests if there's a book they'd recommend. You admitted that you said you don't read books. So We can skip that question, or no, 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 no. I want that question. Okay. There's
1: a book. There's a book that Roy Schneider wrote, Cadillacs of the Forties. Okay. My dear, my dear friend Hans Schachner of Herman's Metal Spinning in Glendale years ago gave me a book for my birthday. To Ed, may you have one of each year of the 1940s. I still have that book today, in, in autographed the same way, and that book. Caused all this. May you have one of each year of the 1940s. Well, I ended up with not just one car of each year. I ended up with one car of each model of each year of the 1940s. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so you talk about, you talk about a sickness. It really was a sickness.
0: Well, you know, when I moved here to the Pacific Northwest 26 years ago, I met uh, Harold Lemay. You've probably heard of Harold Lemay, and they have the Lemay Museum now. He and his lovely wife. And, uh, Nancy, and I'll tell you, I got invited out to have lunch at their house and you know, I was just blown away at a guy that has one of everything and the museum came about and we still have Nancy around. We lost Harold a while back, but, uh, yeah, I don't think there was anything he ever walked by. He didn't pick up. I mean, it was just absolutely mind boggling. So I'll make sure I put a link to a Roy Schneider's Cadillac of the forties book there. And I'll remind our listeners, if you're not a, someone who's into reading or you don't really care for reading. The great thing about these days, audiobooks. Uh, There are so many great audiobooks. My wife listens to audiobooks virtually every day. She gets them free from the library. They come right to her Kindle. It's absolutely fascinating. The libraries in this country, I think, are one of the biggest overlooked resources on the planet. Wonderful books. You can go online. They'll send you books right over into your device. You don't even have to go to the library. To enjoy audiobooks. So I'll offer that up for people. All right, Ed, we are up to the checkered flag. This last question could be a bit of a doozy. That other mark. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet today. Doesn't matter where it is, who owns it. I'm going to buy it, drive it out there to Vegas, and park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules to my game that might make this game a little challenging for you. One is you can't sell it. One is you have to keep it and drive it. But here's the kicker it's the only one collector car you can have so if you had to narrow everything down to one i know i'm asking a lot of you buddy but if you had to do it just today what would that vehicle be and why
1: well are you talking about new or old can be anything you want well like a new bentley yeah, i'll buy you a new bentley yeah sure well, why that, not that new that little bentley suv i think oh pretty <laughs> one of his cars. In fact, I have a I have a client who ha- is is doing a forty one, uh, really a special forty one convertible right now. He came into my driveway one day and he uh, had his beautiful gray Bentley SUV. He, they just came out a year ago, I believe, maybe a year and a half ago, two years. The Bentayga,
0: Bentaya, I think they're calling that. Yeah.
1: Well, whatever, whatever it is, I said, what a magnificent car! You look in. And look at the stitching and everything. And he says, well, mine is gray. And he says, my wife's his wife. Oh,
0: my gosh. They've got two. Wow. Yep. That's so yeah, pretty nice.
1: That is a, a magnificent car.
0: Well, you threw me for a loop here, Ed. I thought for sure there'd be some very rare, unique old Caddy that you'd pick. But you went in a whole nother direction. You know, and I think this is an interesting Thing because, uh, on my new podcast, I'm doing with Keith Martin at Sports Car Market is called buy, sell, hold. And we talk to people who collect cars, buy and sell cars. And one of the things that keeps coming up is this changing dynamic, uh, as we age and as we change and our opinions change of how the, that affects the collector car market. And you just defined that very well, uh, to get in that beautiful Bentley uh bintaya i'm saying it could be saying it wrong it's a bintaga bintaga somebody's going to correct me out there but i know what you're talking about they're spectacular they're comfortable oh my gosh what a ride what color would you like just so i get you the right vehicle ed
1: bright red bright red. Apple red
0: there we go all right
1: dandy apple red so if you, if you i'll give you my address to make sure you have deliver it to the right ad
0: oh uh, don't worry buddy i'll get it there it'll, it'll It may take me a little while. Those are a little pricey, but uh, I'll get to work on that for you. I'm sure Bentley will paint one any color you want, so don't worry.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll work on that. Yeah. Uh, One last thing I was going to tell you, there was a book that Helen Hutchins started writing about my life history, and we have never gotten past third base, and we're going to have to do that, but it's called It Was Meant to Be.
0: Ah, okay. And do you think that's going to be published one day?
1: I, I hope so. It, it, it's not anybody's fault but my own. <laughs> well, get
0: to work, my friend. Not like yep, you don't have okay. anything else to do every day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this is great. Well, Ed, you've taken me on a delightful ride today. I can't tell you how special this was. I want to thank Dr. Rawson, our mutual friend, uh, for putting this talk together. Dr. was a guest on my show last year. Of course, he uh, helped with the Las Vegas Concours, and he's a Cadillac guy as well. Wonderful man. he And he said, you know what, Mark, you got to call Ed. He's just a spectacular person. I said, okay, we'll make it happen. And here we are. We're making it happen. Before I let you go today, would you offer us maybe one last little piece of wisdom before you drive off into the Las Vegas desert in that beautiful new Bentley?
1: In that, boy, what a, what a deal that would be. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, You know, be true to yourself, be honest, be straightforward, and life is good. Put yourself into a position of helping people, and the dividends just keep going.
0: Absolutely. Great words of wisdom from a guy who's lived and walked his talk. And I'll remind our listeners, you can go to the Cars website, pull up Ed's show notes page. Just go to com, type in Ed. His last name is spelled C-H-O-L-A-K-I-A-N, and that page will pop right up. And of course, I'll put lists or links, I should say, to the business, allcads.com. If you love old catalog, go there, check it out. You won't believe what you see. Ed, hey, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and all your worldly wisdom. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Mark, I thank you so much. This has been fun. Hey, Cars yeah, listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars yeah, podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah!, Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today.